0: What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. With me is Raymond Felton. Raymond, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, we are almost done with preseason. We're recording um, October 12th. Tonight, the Hornets travel. Well, they already traveled. They're already there. But they play the Philadelphia 76ers for the final preseason game on the schedule. A week away from the season opener away at San Antonio, and uh, some of the boys are hurt, man. <laughs> 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 We're going to be uh, limping into the, into the regular season, which isn't what you want to see. Um, but it's, it's that's, how, that's how it goes, right? You guys get hurt. You got to adapt.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just tough, especially some of the guys that is limping into the start of the season. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, better early than late. You know, I look, at it, I look at it like that. But at the same time, you know, I wish all those guys a speedy recovery come mm-hmm. back 100% with no lingering injuries because that's one thing you don't want is you come back too fast and then it's something that's lingering, then it's lingering, then it's lingering, and all of a sudden you hurt it again later in the season. Now you're out in crunch time. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, just take this time to really heal fast, you know, and, and heal properly and then come back and be ready to go. You know, so only good thing is it's early. It ain't, it's, it's, it's zero zero right now. It's oh, yeah. oh, Ain't no record right now. Ain't no wins, ain't no losses. So just get back. You know, like you said, they got their last game tonight, and then, you know, they got what, seven, six, seven days, six days, you know, to kind of, you know, nurse those injuries and hopefully try to get back out there. But my word of advice do not rush it
0: exactly exactly uh, we're gonna get into we're gonna jump into the injuries in a second here we're also going to talk those preseason games and then um talking about some new hires marvin williams joining the hornets organization george lynch joining the hornets coverage on valley sports and of course we can't not talk about draymond green and jordan Poole. so all that and more after the break back in a second Football is here and going strong and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup information, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, and of course, NBA, basketball, professional basketball starting soon. Preseason is behind us or almost behind us and NBA for the Hornets, at least begins October 19th. So get involved. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE B L E A V all one word believe to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, so we talked about the injuries a little bit. Let's let's get into it a little bit more the big one LaMelo Ball um rolled his ankle against the Wizards uh in real like in real time it looked it looked bad. Um and your, your mind thinks the worst when you see that type of thing. He walked off the floor under his own power, which kind of like softened the impact of it as from a fan base point, fan base point of view. Mm-hmm. But we got the final MRI results, a grade two ankle strain, which is something that, you know, it's weeks instead of months, right? It, it, it shouldn't be that bad, but he'll definitely miss the start of the season. You know, people heal differently. You know, he's, he's 21 years old, you know, um, Younger guys tend to bounce back quicker than older guys with with uh, fewer miles on them. So we'll see what happens with him. But you add that plus PJ, who is out with his own ankle strain. Uh, I believe he's doubtful for tonight. So like none of these injuries are like season enders or like months. Like these are all kind of day to day kind of injuries, but they, they pile up pretty quickly. Right. So lamella ball. Grade two ankle strain. P.J. Washington, ankle strain. Kelly Oubre, calf strain. Mason Plumley also got hurt in that Wizards game. Um, Cody Martin hasn't played at all this preseason. He's, he's been out with a knee injury. He's most likely going to play tonight. So add that to the positive list. Gordon Hayward had his own knee injury. Uh, he made his return in the Wizards game. I think we, in that game, we saw Porzingis go out hurt. We saw Plumley go out hurt. We saw Lamelo go out hurt, and I think that's why Hayward only played twelve minutes. And I think, <laughs> I think Clifford was like, "Yo, this is not risky. <laughs> like, too many yeah, guys are leaving these right. games early."
1: Yeah, something ain't right out here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the training room was really busy that night. So, yeah, so um, with with Lamelo specifically, you know, uh, Dennis Smith Junior. is on the team. He's the other, He's the only other backup point guard. Like quote-unquote, right, you know, he's on a non-guaranteed deal. Um, I think he was a lot to make the team anyway. He's He seemed to be, like, a positive player when he was out there, like, really attacking the rim. Um, a different style of player than LaMelo, but I think he'll continue to be the backup point guard. We may see more Terry play point guard, you know, more facilitator um, while LaMelo's out. What do you think about the Hornets, how the Hornets will like adapt to to Nola Mello um in the short term.
1: I think like you said, they gonna I think they should keep Dennis, but probably start Terry, you know, at the at the point guard start of the season and then um uh, come with Dennis. Come with Dennis off the bench as your backup and um uh, kind of just go from there. Like like I like Dennis he, he knows how, how to attack, and get to the basket, you know, and make plays. You know, he's more of a offensive-minded point guard, you know, so he's going to be a little different than LaMelo. LaMelo is a, is a passer but who also can score the ball, you know, who also can put up numbers. But um, definitely is a, a willing passer. But uh, Dennis is more of a, an attacker, a slasher, you know, kind of be aggressive, get to the basket type of guy. And he plays, and he plays a little defense. I like the fact that he tried to play play hard on defensive end too. So, I think it's definitely a guy they should uh, keep and give a chance to.
0: Yeah, I forget. It's just been a while since I watched him. Like, I forget how good of an athlete he is. And Man. he when he jumps, he just keeps going. You know, watching him against the uh, wizard, the uh, the wizards. He missed a couple games due to some personal stuff. Um, and so, seeing him back on the floor was nice because, like, like well, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna need him for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely gonna need him. Um, Guys like P.J., Kelly, Mason, we'll see, you know, um, where, where they fit in. Uh, P.J. and Kelly are, are, are key pieces. Kelly will probably be the sixth man on this team when the season starts. So having him back in the mix will be important. Mason is meant to be the starting center. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk more about Nick Richards in, in a bit, who, uh, who, looked, who looked really good last night. Or not last night, the other night against so. Uh, Washington. So I think the coverage there from just the other parts on the floor, but that that backup point guard, um, like the Lamelo replacement piece, is the probably the biggest question mark amongst all of the injured players mm-hmm. at the moment. Which brings me to my question to you, and a question a lot of fan bases are are thinking about after, especially after watching some of these ESPN games with uh, Scoot Henderson and Victor Wembanyama going at it. Mm-hmm. This guy, this one, Binyama kid, 7'5", seven, seven, depending on who you ask, fluid as hell. Like he looks like he's, he moves like he's six five, mm-hmm. and can do everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe the best prospect since LeBron. Uh, Hands down. Like it's it's insane what he's able to do. He's a he's an actual video game character.
1: Yeah, is one of those characters that kids create. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna create a seven foot four <laughs> point guard. That can shoot threes, can handle the ball, you know. Everything is a ninety-nine on his uh, on his ratings. Yeah, all the
0: sliders up, man. Yeah,
1: but now nah, he's um he's he's a freak of nature, you know. I haven't seen a kid that can move the way he move and do the things he can do at seven foot four. Like it's it's incredible. I mean, I don't care what draft this kid goes to, he's gonna be number one. Like it's <laughs> it's unbelievable. So. Whoever whoever getting this lottery pick next year, this first pick in the, in the draft, man, is going to be a very lucky franchise. and going to have a star on their hands to come. I'm telling you, because this kid, this kid can come play right now. Yep. Like, right now. He can come play with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, minus the the physicality part of it, even with that being said, he's still, he's so skilled that he still will be effective. That's, that's, that's the crazy thing. He's just so skilled, so... So it's, it's a bright future for that young man.
0: Yeah. And, and I think we're going to see some next level tanking this year. Um, this, the Spurs, I think, have been – the Spurs and the Jazz and the Thunder, I feel like I've been prepping for this for a while. <laughs> like They've been ready for this. Uh, and I think – I feel bad for SGA. I feel like he'll be shut down like he did was – like he's going to be shut down way sooner than he should, uh, like he was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't have chat Chet's out for the year. Uh, and then San Antonio, I think I don't know, man. Like the Hornets are gonna I'll open the season against them, and I'm be interested to see what what they do, what Pop does with this team this year. And I don't expect the Rockets to be you know setting the world on fire either. So there's gonna be a lot of teams kind of contending for the for that for the bottom. So
1: I won't be surprised if they already got that young boy, man, because you know San Antonio has a lot. there's <laughs> a, a lot to do with the because any he, he Fritz she's
0: French, yeah. They got the Tony Parker connection.
1: Yeah, you got a lot to do with those French kids over there. They already be already be annoying. i was probably San Antonio know about him five years ago. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Genuinely, so yeah, don't have have that inside scoop because you just think about it. Like some of the some of the moves San Antonio made, like they basically just. Like
0: they totally punted on Murray. They're like, all right, listen, you made an all-star team. We're not trying to do that. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: Like, honestly, I'm telling you, man, like, and Murray young. So, yeah. not to keep a young guy like that to to say we're going to rebuild, but you're not going to rebuild with me. I'm one of the young guys that y'all kind of stuck with. I tore my ACL. I came back. I became an all-star. Like, you think that's the type of guys that pop kind of stick with, you know, but you get rid of them? Come on, man. It's something bigger. It's something <laughs> bigger. And it's and, it, and it's seven foot four yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know i won't be surprised but you know we'll see it's, mm-hmm. it's just a theory of mine we'll see
0: and and the, the 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 beauty of the beauty or curse of the lottery is like you can we can go zero for 82 and only have a 14 percent chance at the exactly. one at the number one pick now granted scoot henderson is a, is a fantastic prospect too Okay. That's not a bad consolation prize by any means, and then there's a lot of other players that I'm sure will emerge uh, that has some hype around them. Um, mm-hmm. So it could be like a if you if you're somewhere in the top four, you're you're, you're in a good spot uh, mm-hmm. in this upcoming mm-hmm. draft. But everybody wants to win Banyama as they should, and so <laughs> with the Hornets, I don't I don't look at them as a team that's you know that they're they're not gonna. I don't think the Hornets are making the playoffs, like the play, like the the playoffs, the top six. Like, I mean, I I don't see that happening. The East is too crazy there. I think the best case for them is the play in. And that's Mm -hmm. if everything goes their way. And so if things go poorly, right. I think there's a real scenario where they ship out Terry or Hayward and just, just go with the youth and just see what happens from a, from a tanking point of view. Uh, I, I think tanking could be in this team's future uh, to, to I, I, better the chances.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I can I can say, depending on injuries, they could be a play-in team. But with them being healthy, and if, honestly, if they have miles, yeah, I don't know. I would give them a chance. I would give them a chance at the top six. You know what I'm saying? Because they've been together for a little bit. they don't been through some aches and pains for two years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, that right there, that builds character within the team, you know. You could put some teams together and look at them on roster, but, you know, they still got to find a way to jail. Mm-hmm. Looking at a young team that's been through some stuff, they've been jailing, you know, saying that they only going to get better. I think if they was healthy and they had all their pieces together, like, and you know, Miles Bridges being a, a, a big missing piece. Yep. You know, you, if you have a guy like that who's on the rise of getting better and getting better, I don't know. I would like their chances. But – Just like any other season, things happen, injuries, uh things like what happened with Miles happens, and you know, you know, things are different now. You Mm -hmm. know, you you gotta look at it in a a different light that, you know, Charlotte may not be in the playoffs, but I'm still optimistic. Let's see.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm hopeful. Um, but I I think I've a i have a feeling that when like January rolls around, it's like oh for like. (laughs) <laughs> it may be time to say, you know, maybe we shift our focus over to, to the draft. Um, the bat online, uh, the sponsors of the podcast have uh, the over unders for all the NBA teams um, uh, over 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 under win totals for all the NBA teams. Uh, for the Hornets, they have 34 wins for uh, for the boys. Uh, a couple days ago, it was 36 and a half. Um, and I don't know. When I don't know when it changed, but or why it changed, if it was just the Hornets being winless in preseason, or if it's specific to Lamelo missing a few games, but either way, um thirty-four wins. Would you go over or over or under for the Hornets this year?
1: If I had to say right now, yeah, with, with injuries, under. yeah,
0: under. I think Hilty, so too.
1: Healthy over.
0: Yeah, if everything goes the right, like I think because Hayward, Hayward is an all-star. Like he can, he can he can make up for them for, for no miles, you know, if he's available, but there's just so many, just so many things have to go the Hornets away mm-hmm. and this, and the, everything around them, like the other teams are so much better. So I, it's just going to be, I don't know, man, it's going to be a really interesting year um, mm-hmm. for a, for a lot of teams. And thankfully there is a light at the end of the tunnel for, for the, for the, for the, for the bottoms, <laughs> for the bottom feeders in the league who, um, could get a really nice uh, prospect in return for the for their for their troubles.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but so yeah, going to the court. Hornets zero four this preseason. Again, their final preseason game is tonight. Um, just to kind of recap, but to wh- how we got here, basically, you know, the team first game against Boston. It was it was tough. Uh, Boston. It was a reminder too, because even though like Boston's going through some 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 stuff internally with them, yeah. like they still look like. The Eastern Conference winners <laughs> to open up preseason. They shot 16 of 20 from deep. Uh, it was a it was a it was like a it was a pregame warm up up out there for them. And then the, the defense was an issue again against Indiana. Indiana scored 72 points in the paint. Uh, mm. Isaiah Jackson, uh, their young center. I think he played with Lamella too um, at one point as well. Like coming up, so um, was just doing everything like anything you wanted in the lane. And so I am like, oh, watch, watching these games, like, oh, man, here we go. Clifford, come on, man. Like, what's up? I thought I was to fix the defense. Um, but it is, it's, it's one of those things you got to remind yourself. It is, it's just preseason. Um, because they had a, they had a game at a neutral site game in Greensboro against the Celtics again. And that was a completely different game. You know, a, a lot of the Celtics were out, granted. Um, like, there's no Tatum that game, for instance. But, um, or no, wait, no Brown? Ooh, wait, who, was, who was missing for them? Uh yeah, no Tatum, no Tatum that game. No Tatum, no Horford, no uh no Smart, no Brogdon. Yeah, so it was a lesser Celtics team, but the Hornets Hornets played way better individually that game. It was a, it was a move in the right direction. And then this uh, game against the Wizards, despite the injuries, Terry shot the ball very well. Gordon Hayward looked really good in his first minutes, played 12 minutes in the return Mark Williams Looked really nice. You know, he played, um, There, was, there were like, Porzingis was causing issues for the Hornets, right? He, he was matched up against Plumlee or Thor or McDaniels, and KP was, like, cooking. And Mark Williams was causing Porzingis to pass out of post moves. Like, I, I was like, oh, this is kind of a little glimpse in the future. And then Williams would step out to defend smaller guards, forcing pickups, using his reach and getting his hands active. Like, I was like, okay, okay, Williams, I see you, I see you. And then Nick Richards showed a lot of potential of being that, like, dirty work off the bench kind of big, getting rebounds, dunks, and and uh, running the floor like I was like, okay, there's, there's there's glimmers of stuff, you know. Um any that's what any, you want to see out of your young boys. Exactly, yeah. You know, um just little little, little previews of the future. Because it's gonna it's gonna be a process not to steal a term from Philadelphia, but you know what I mean it's <laughs> it's gonna take time. You know, these guys are <laughs> gonna be ready off off rip. Um the um speaking of guys who need time like Kai Jones, uh we haven't seen a lot of him in the preseason, um, I'm. I think his time will come, but again, it's gonna. It's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute, and then obviously another big concern are the injuries. Uh, do you have any uh, any other takeaways uh, from from the preseason? From what you've
1: seen? No, not much. Like like we said earlier on, like just injuries. Injuries is a big thing, man. Yeah. Injuries is a big thing. Um, but now, guys, opportunity that uh Guys who thought that their time wasn't yet is here. So, what you going to do with it? You know, that's why you got to always be ready. That's why you got to put that work in in the summer, put that work in the training camp, put that extra work in at night. You know, sometimes you got to, you know, leave leave downtown, leave Uptown alone, leave Uptown Charlotte alone, leave, leave them, leave them nightclubs alone and get in that gym and, you know, get in that practice court. Early time or extra time and put that work in because you just never know. It's a lot of injuries that happen during the season, mm-hmm. and I hate, and I hate, I hate it when I see a lot of young guys not ready and not prepared to step up, you know, and fulfill that role because you never, you shouldn't miss a beat. We all pros, you know. Some guys get paid more, some guys, you know, play more minutes, but we all are pros, so we all get those opportunities to play those minutes. You know, we should, we should, we should fit ready in and fulfill that spot. But you know, a lot of guys don't know how to be ready. You know, and I think that's something that that's that's missing. You know, hopefully one day I can be able to get on the team and you know try to help the young guys do that. You know, what I'm saying make sure the young guys are are staying focused or staying in the gym and getting up that getting that extra time because we all know injuries happen next man up. And if you ain't ready, it's gonna show. Trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna show. So you know you you gotta you gotta be ready, man. Any advice I can give to those young guys when it comes to that. You have to be ready at all times. You know, I'm talking about I was a guy who was my 14th year in the season. I didn't play for 25 games straight. 25 DMPs. Didn't play, didn't get on the court. You know, first game in, you know, I had 15 points off the the bench. That's because I kept myself ready, mentally ready, focused, confident, no matter what. No matter what, if I wasn't playing, like I, I kept that confidence that I knew I could do what I had to do once I stepped on that court. So, you know, you have to always be ready. You have to.
0: And, yeah, I think – and honestly, too, like, if you're not ready, the guy behind you will be ready, too. Like, (laughs) it will show out, you know. You lose your spot real quick.
1: Yeah, you had your chance and you lost it. So, now you can't be mad. Like, man, they don't give me no chance. They gave you a chance. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You messed it up. So, the (laughs) next man came in behind you and played better. Now, he took it. He took your opportunity. So, hey, you got to live with it. So, you got to stay ready. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I also want to mention about preseason. I don't know if it's because um, it's just been a while, I just kind of forget, or if it's you know it's preseason, not as many people are in the buildings who hear more of, like more from the coaches, but I've been really impressed by how how vocal Steve Clifford is, because he the entire game, when the Hornets are defending the half court, he is standing. At mid, like in the middle of the floor. Not in the middle of the floor, but on the sidelines at half court, mm. yelling, calling out, you're on your own, blitz, 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 switch. Like he's yelling, he's he's coaching his ass off uh, when the Hornets are on defense. I'm really loving that. So I hope that continues, and I hope we can continue to hear it. Like put a microphone on it. Like put them on the house speakers. Like I want to hear more Clifford. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying hearing uh, hear Clifford uh, getting busy on the uh, on the defensive end because we need the Hornets need it. The Hornets need it badly.
1: He's a defensive coach, man. Yeah. At the end of the, the, end of the day, you know that's what win games. Sometimes, sometimes putting that ball in the basket don't win games. Sometimes for you, you know, it ain't a, it's not all about that. Sometimes you got to get some stops. You know, and Coach Clifford is an old school coach, and that's what he knows. He knows that you gotta you gotta play defense. So he's really harping on that with those young guys because a lot of young guys be so focused on getting contracts and you know I got to get this I got to do this I got to score this I got to score that and they forget defense. Yep, you know that's a big part of the game. That's a big part of making W's. So you know it's good to hear that from coach.
0: That's good to hear because that's that's the Clifford I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like and I, I we're gonna hopefully see him soon, but that's why like Cody Martin being out during preseason really is another kind of bummer because I, I know Clifford is going to love Cody Martin. He's, mm-hmm. That's a Clifford guy. And so we're going to get to see how, how Cody's used um, when he gets healthy, when he gets right. Um, but moving on, your boy, Marvin Williams. He <laughs> uh, was hired by the Hornets organization. Um, bas- he's joined the Hornets basketball operations department to help with player programs and player development. Off the court. What do you think?
1: I love it. You know, talking about a guy who's played a lot of a lot of basketball, who who knows the game and, you know, just a, a, a great outstanding guy, you know, all the way around, you know. So definitely someone who can help with the young guys. Keep them prepared, keep them, you know, mentally just locked in, you know, doing the ups and the downs of a season that you go through. Um, you know, I, so a great hire. A great hire. So you know, they Charlotte definitely got them a gym. You know, got them a gym over there. So I hope those young boys really, you know, use him. You know, talk to him a lot. You know, pick his brain. You know, because you're talking about a guy who's the, you know, perfect example of a NBA pro. You know, great career. You know, on and off the court. So, you know, definitely hope they take advantage of him for sure.
0: Yeah, great. So congratulations to Marvin. Um, and another congratulations over to George Lynch, who's joining the Bally sports team. Uh Hornets pregame, halftime, postgame coverage. Um, working with Astra Shamady, Eric Collins, Del Curry. Um, what what do you think of uh, George Lynch joining the mix?
1: Man, it's OG, man. It's my big bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Guys like that paved the way for us at Carolina, you know, paved the way for us in the league. You know, he he also another guy who had a great career in the NBA and um, won a championship at Carolina as well. So you know, look, I always look up to guys like that. So shout out to Big Bro, man. Congratulations. Us Carolina guys is everywhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> For good reason. For very good reason. <laughs> um, and then, you know, and in, in not so fun stuff. And it's a, thankfully, this isn't a Hornets issue. Uh, Hornets been through enough this year. This is uh, a <laughs> Golden State. Something, something. What's up with Golden State in the practices, man? Jamon Green on camera punching Jordan Poole. Um, he, it was uh we were talking before we started recording. It looks like Draymond's gonna play Friday, um, make his return to the team Friday. So, what are your thoughts on all this? It's, we haven't talked talked about it since it happened. Right. Um, I know right. like players say like this type of thing happens. It's one that's one thing. The other thing that other like piece of it is like it was made public with the video. Um, that's the part. It, I'm a harpo. Yeah. So go for it. Well, what do you, what do you think about all this whole thing?
1: Listen. I played, in league fourteen years. I've seen fights, I've seen scuffles, I've seen pushing, I've seen everything. You know, it's just, it's, it's it's a part of becoming a team. It's a part of a, a part of being having a bond. Like sometimes you go through things to to be stronger. You know, what I'm saying and Jordan Poole. Honestly, he's a young guy. He's a guy that's just came in and got a championship with them, and trying to fit in with that culture. You know what I'm saying? So. Like, you know, I think if that was Steph and Draymond or Clay and Draymond or Looney and Draymond, that'd have been something totally different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Those guys have been in the league for a while. So it'd have been like, okay, vet, veteran on veteran instead of young guy on vet. But, you know, sometimes as a vet, you got to put the young boys in place because these young guys are a little different. You know what I'm saying? So Draymond didn't walk over there for no reason. You know, you can't hear the speakers or what. Jordan Poole was saying to him when he walked over there, though there were some words obviously taken out. Jordan Poole did give him a hard push. The mm-hmm. reaction. The yeah. reaction was I push you back, I smack you, I hit you. Which one? He chose to hit him. You know, granted, it's not, it's not the quote unquote right thing to do, but at the same time, shit like that happens, man. There's been a lot of fights in this league. I'm talking about on planes, I'm talking about locker rooms. <laughs> Practice, you know, is 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 fights. It happens. It happens in games. Okay, it happens. Mm-hmm. Now my issue is, and excuse my French, <laughs> the mother who leaked it. Yep. Let's talk about that person. Yep. Let's talk about that person. Now, come on, Golden State. At the end of the day, like Draymond is is, is the heart and soul of y'all team. I don't care what y'all say. Like y'all can try to get rid of this man if y'all want to, and see what happens. Y'all gonna be on a rebuilding. Y'all gonna see Steph getting out of there, Clay moving around. Like, go ahead and get rid of Draymond if y'all want to. That's the heart and soul of y'all team, offensively and defensively. Say what y'all want. That man runs y'all system very well, and he's the anchor of y'all defense. So with that being said, as a leader, okay, Draymond could have handled that differently. You're right. I'm 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 all I'm all with that. But like I said, it happens. But that shouldn't have stayed in-house. That video should have never been leaked. Because at the end of the day, that's you all video. If you yeah. look at the camera, that's a camera that's in the arena. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That ain't come from nobody that was on the court. That came from up top. So whoever leaked that, I think that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all supposed to be this close, tight knit, you know, great organization. So how how did y'all let that get out? And whoever got that out, y'all need to fire them. Yeah. Honestly, you know, y'all need to fire that person. You know, and, and I hate to say that because I don't like nobody to lose their job because, you know, people got families. But you gotta be you gotta be held accountable for what you did. If y'all gonna hold you know Draymond and Jordan accountable for what they did, or Draymond, because everybody getting on Draymond ass for what he did, and it's like like let's hold let's hold accountable let's, let's keep the person accountable who should be accountable, and that's the person who leaked it. Because the team could have handled it, they could have did what they need to do with Draymond, you know, suspend him or find him, whatever they're gonna do without that video getting out. You know what I'm saying? So now you're looking at Jordan Poole, he's feeling embarrassed. Cause he's hit cause Draymond hit me. And you know, it's just so much stuff that gets, that goes on with that, that y'all could have avoided. So to me, I think that part is bullshit more than anything else because the team could have held that fights happen all the time. Everybody knows this from the old school, the old school, old school, OG NBA guys. They know fights happen in practice. Fights happen anywhere to now it's going to happen. It's going to be somebody else getting in a fight, you know, you know, three years from now, <laughs> it just, mm-hmm. It's just—it's just what it is. It's going to happen. You can't—you can't help that. You know, sometimes things get fired up. It happens. It's okay. It's, it's a brotherhood. So you know, we fight and we get over it. We talk and you know, we shake hands and we hug and we 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 back brothers and we back teammates again in a discussion. So for the way that went down, I think to me is bullshit. That's that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to that. That's bullshit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope like. I hope that 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 person who leaked it got got paid because they're they like they they can't work in the league again. Like if yeah, if you find like, out who that person is, like I know TMZ has deep pockets. They get if there's something out there, they'll get it and they're willing to pay for it because they know they'll make it up make up for it in the back end. Um, but I mean, I hope that person got like six figures because that that's you're you're you have to switch whole your whole career at that point uh, for doing that, and you they must... These, these guys must have to sign some type of NDA or like some type of something. Like, exactly. They have, there saying. has to be something in their employment contract. If they're a contractor, if they're full time, whatever. Like, but that, that whole thing is so, so weird.
1: It got out so fast. Yep. Like, it's like as soon as they saw that, it's like somebody took it and sent it like, yep. right in. Like, it was like, <laughs> that was crazy. Like, I don't know, man. And, look, and like, that stuff can get tricky too, man. That stuff can get tricky. I, don't, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to just keep it in my all right. I'm a <laughs> prop, I don't want to. I don't want to make no assumptions, so I'm gonna just be quiet. But that, like, it's, well, the, there are some easy.
0: conspiracies out there about why the video was re- re- uh, released, um, who maybe actually intercepted it, because maybe it was sent to the league and someone with the league le- leaked it. Like, there's a lot of theories out there, but the truth will come out eventually. Hopefully, um, we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, I think the Warriors will be fine. Um, they're gonna be right in the mix, right in the title contention, no matter yeah. what happens. So. Uh, they'll be all right, and you know what? If they uh, they won a title, so that 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 <laughs> should heal some things. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they've know, had a lot of success.
1: Open at <laughs> oh, night when you see those rings, I think you know Draymond and Jordan would be like, "Oh, whatever, man, we good." Dog. We, you know what I'm saying? To see these rings, we got yeah, you know, and it, it should be over with. When, know, when, when it heals a lot. Me, it heals yeah, a lot. it does. And when you see those big old rings, the big diamond rings, you it, it heals a lot too.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so um. Just to close out here again, Hornets open up the season October nineteenth at San Antonio. It's a little bit of a, a, a lot. of Four of the first five games are on the road, away at San Antonio, home against New Orleans. Really excited to watch Zion. Um, he's looking, he's looking slim, and the the Pelicans are going to be a problem for a lot of teams
1: this year. Problem. <laughs> um,
0: I like the Pelicans. Yeah, same, same. Um, then the Hornets go away to the hawks in atlanta then they go to new york to play the knicks and then orlando against the magic so we'll see man the hornets is not an easy start at all like uh, these road games to begin the year going be interesting and again to f- bring a full circle they're going into this injured so we'll see who'll be available when the season begins but definitely no lamello and we'll see how these boys adapt and uh hope for the best <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they gonna uh, be alright. They'll, they'll be okay. alright.
0: They'll be alright. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening to the Bleeding Hornets podcast on the Belief Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe.